I'm Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Carcino. I'm Thomas Huddleston. And we're talking taco time. We're thrilled to welcome in, you heard him in the intro there, but Taco Time Northwest Marketing Assistant Thomas Huddleston joins us today to help us recap the thrilling Menu Madness bracket that was completed earlier this week. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm a friend of the pod uh, since day one, really. So it's great to be here. And now a third Pelton brother. Yeah, technically, hopefully. We need a name for that when we talk uh, for a, th- a talk and taco time guest. A, t- a taco time talker? Uh, no, it has to be it has to be a menu item related. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll workshop that one. If you have suggestions, hit us up at talk and taco time on Twitter. Uh, so, it, as I mentioned, we're doing this in the wake of Menu Madness. We did a preview a couple weeks ago when the bracket first came out. Obviously, the most exciting event in talking taco time history uh really things that are staples of our podcast coming together in terms of food brackets and uh and and making predictions and and taco taco time northwest so you know really right in our wheelhouse but what uh on on your guys's end what was kind of the impetus for doing this uh the idea um really at its i mean at its roots um came from something that we did last year just in the office we have a thing called uh drive-through madness and we pit the restaurants against each other see who has the fastest drive-through time and then whoever wins gets um certain you know prizes for the restaurant and we have a pool in the office so it kind of spawned from that um and can you tell can you a, tell us who won that by out of curiosity is that is that publicly available information <sighs> shareable I'm, I'm trying to remember all i can remember about it is that we did that because I started there in November of 2018 or 2017, maybe 2018. And uh, I was there for about three or four months and I had no idea when they gave me the bracket, you know, okay, North Bend's on there uh, and, I'm, and they're seating. So I go, oh, I'll go along with the seats. And I think I came in last. That's all I remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember one, but I definitely came in last. I feel like that Kirkland location had to have won. That's all anybody talks about. What is it called? <laughs> yeah. Like Rose Hill? Is that the one? Yeah, that sounds Kirk, right. yeah, I feel like that's like the most popular taco time that we hear about. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of started from there. And then we have a um, kind of a partnership with uh, Dave Softy Mahler. And uh, we had lunch with him one day and we were kind of just workshopping stuff, promotions that we could do with him, kind of fun stuff. And um, I brought up, uh, well, he brought up doing a, a bracket challenge. And I said, yeah, we have this drive through madness thing that we do in the office. And he goes, okay, well, what if we did that with the items? And from that lunch, um, that kind of kicked everything off. And then we just started working on it and got it done in time for uh, <laughs> right before the tournament started. Well, tip of the cap to Softy. That was a fabulous idea on his part and glad to see it through to fruition. Yeah, he had a, he had a lot of ideas, uh, a lot of really great ideas. I, I was writing down notes on the back of a placemat. <laughs> I didn't bring anything <laughs> with me and I'm just going, that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. So how did the bracket get put together and seated as far as the 32 items that were involved? Yes. Uh, after listening to the 
preview for Menu Madness, I was sitting there listening to it going, oh, man, if only they knew. Um, basically, uh, it came from our product mix. So we took uh, our product mix from the, about the last year, um, and I just kind of filtered out some of the uh, weird things that went there. In there there's a lot of things that get put in the POS that um, get ordered a lot, but they aren't items. So I just kind of filtered those things out and had 32 items and just seeded them like that. So it's really interesting how everything broke down. Uh, I didn't need to move anything around for the most part. Um, nothing was uh, put in place so that a certain item had an easy path to the final or anything like that. <laughs> it just randomly happened that way for hot sauce is what you're saying. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and the whole reason why hot sauce is on there um, is because even though a lot of times if you are going to drive through your dining in, um, especially if you're dining in, you just go get it yourself. But in the drive through, um, more often than people think, um, sometimes they'll ask you if you want hot sauce or any condiments or anything. And when they ask you for it while you're ordering, it actually gets put into the system. So that's why it made that top 32. Um, and certain items like Chris chicken burrito, um, were just outside. They were in the NIT version of menu madness, unfortunately. Wow. So, okay. I mean, I'm happy that the, the question is answered about what happened to the Chris chicken burrito, but also the, this kind of knowing that you basically just went like, I'm going to call it chalk for the, for the sake of the tournament that you went chalk with basically like what sells the most. It makes me feel better about thinking that the Chris Chicken Burrito is like the indie taco time item to go for. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there's no malice uh, towards it. Um, honestly, when I when I put together the items, I didn't even think about that. I, I looked at everything and said, okay, this looks pretty good. Um, and being the first year, I thought, why not just do the top 32 from the mix? And, um, you know, next year we can definitely uh, change it up a little bit. We have some thoughts. I mean, look, here's the thing. The, anytime you do a bracket, there's going to be some snubs, and that's going to be a source of debate. You you want that. You want people to be talking about that. Yeah, I think in the back of my mind, it was kind of like, well, if it, if it gets people a little bit fired up about it, that's a good thing. At least they care that it's not there. Uh, let's see. Anything else we should know about the, you know, kind of the, the seeding and uh, the, the process of putting together the bracket? Um, I don't know if there's much else to say. Um, I mean probably what we get into talking to about the results, but um, th that's about it. It was pretty, pretty clean and simple. Okay. So let's get into the results. The final four ended up as we predicted on talking taco time on the version where we were trying to do our predicted, uh, predicted uh, outcome of a final four of, Beef crisp burrito, beef crisp taco, Mexi fries, and hot sauce. Uh, was that pretty much what you were expecting? I guess. I guess I, I have you sent along your bracket that you filled out in the internal oh. pool, <laughs> and mm -hmm. I see that you, like me, on my personal bracket, did not have one of those four finalists. Yeah, I I had chicken classic burrito in there, and it's that classic thing of when you fill out a bracket and you look back at it, you go, "Why did I pick that?" <laughs> um, Especially going up against Beef Chris Taco, um, I just shouldn't know. It was kind of like what you guys talked about in the preview of like, well, we'll pick what we think, and then right. we'll pick what people actually, um, you know, at, at, in a mass, we'll we'll pick. Um, I, I still have a lot of love for the Chicken Classic, but uh, in hindsight, you know, I should have just chalked it up. 
So I will note for the record here, by the way, but by the way, this was Menu Madness was extremely successful from this standpoint that I had taco time three times between the <laughs> unveiling of the bracket and the conclusion of it because it, I really badly wanted it. So one of the things I ordered one time was I tried a chicken crisp, uh, chicken classic burrito to see, you know, how it stacked up to the uh, soft taco, natural soft taco that I usually get. And I got to say, I'm sticking with the soft taco, All natural right. soft taco. Mm-hmm. I totally get. It. I mean, I had uh, the chicken natural soft taco in uh, my elite eight. Um, I, I mean, I love the natural soft taco, so I was I was not happy to see that go out so early. Yeah, I think I more correctly guessed that even though I like it, not everyone else feels the same way necessarily. Yeah, that's that. I I feel it very passionately about the the chicken fit hit bowl. It is definitely my favorite thing at Taco Time personally, and to see it get beat by. Pinto being Chris Taco just really, really hurt me, honestly. Pinto being Chris Taco fared so much better than I thought it would. I know. And, and when I put the bracket together, it was one of those things. I go, all right, where's Chicken Fit Hit going to you know, fall on this? I go, oh, it's got Pinto being Chris Taco first round. Easy. And then I'm thinking Shrimp Baja Taco might be a little bit of, of a soft one seed. Um, never expected Crustas to go on the run that it did. <laughs> I, that, I was, think- that was amazing. So that was a one seed falling in the first round, which is interesting. So you're telling me that as far as items sold at Taco Time, Shrimp Baja Taco is one of the four most sold items? The four? Wow. I think it just has to do with because it's limited time. Right. um, And that's why you see that Shrimp Soft Taco was a three seed. Um, So in the time that it's there, it gets ordered a lot. Yeah, people are excited to get it while it's there on the menu. Apparently, they don't feel the same way, sadly, about sweet potato <laughs> I know, Mexi what fries. the hell, sweet potato Mexi uh, fries? Uh, I, that was another item that I really wish was on there. It was after after I started working at Talk Time, it was it was probably the one of the first things, because I got hired right in November, right in the middle of uh, sweet potato Mexi fries. And I love sweet potato Mexi fries. And another one I was sad to not see make it. Uh, shrimp soft taco was the other item i newly tried spurred on by menu madness and that one i gotta say that was a hit it's great yeah i added naturally i added uh some white corn uh, salsa to it and that was that was really good yeah yeah i i'm really surprised how bad the shrimp items did um because I thought, well, I go, and it just lined up so perfectly. We we just brought them back right. for a limited time. And I'm thinking, well, this is what everyone's going to be eating because it's here. That's why it's on the bracket. Um, but, you know, I mean, ch- you know, chicken Baja taco is a solid item for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the interesting uh, takeaways that we have from this that I'll get to in a little bit with our statistical analysis. Oh, of oh because, because, of course. <laughs> uh, were, were there any other big surprises that you had? I mean, to me, Crustos is one where I think partially just because of the uniqueness of Crustos, mm-hmm. it made sense for me to have them winning in the first round. Were there any other surprises that you had when people actually started voting on the items? Um, I'm looking at my bracket. I think I think it was a little bit weird to me that Pinto Bean Chris Burrito lost to Chicken Soft Burrito, just because I kind of hold the the three Chris Burritos and it's kind of the holy trinity of Taco Time in my mind. That even going up against Chicken Soft Burrito, which a seven seed, I thought that was a pretty sure bet. Um, and obviously, Chicken Fit Hit Bowl losing in the first round just kills me. 
<laughs> as well. Uh, so I, maybe we should touch on here for a second how the members of Talking Taco Time fared in the the uh, the rankings of people competing with their brackets in Menu Madness. Uh, so the winner had 1,948 points. Congrats to Shaw Dog, whomever, whomever you may be. Uh, Tristan came in 20th in the standings. I was 20th? Yeah. Wait, do you know how many how many people were there total, Thomas Dita? There were uh, 2,247 brackets sold out. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I was 48th. Uh, that that missing on a one of the members of the final four with chicken classic burrito in there, which like by the time that the the tournament started in the first round, I immediately regretted that one. That dropped me down to forty eighth. I had eight hundred and sixty eight points, so eighty back of the winner. And Chris came in seventeen hundred and thirty third. He voted with his heart. He really did. <laughs> With, I, I, don't, I, don't blame I think I'm right down there with him. If I, 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 uh, I can't do the math of how many points I would have uh, based on the scoring of um, the bracket challenge, but I think I'm right down there with him, honestly. Yeah, you definitely missed a lot more than uh, than Tristan and I did. Tristan, do you know which ones were the ones that you missed? It could have been many, right? I mean, no. I, I was looking at it trying to figure it out. I feel like there was. The Pinto Bean Chris Taco, I think I missed at some point because it won like two matchups, right? Um, I think, yeah, because well, Pinto, Pinto Bean Chris Taco, yeah, no, it only won the first round and it, then lost oh, to Crustos. It lost to Crustos, yeah, oh, definitely. I, oh man, Crustos is such a formidable force. Uh, <laughs> it really is. I really don't know which ones I missed because it. I felt like watching it go along. I was like, yeah, I nailed that, nailed that. I mean, I had the final four, right? I had the champion. I had the championship matchup, and I had the champion. So besides yeah. the the chicken, uh, the chicken classic burrito that I mentioned, missing all the way till the final four. I also missed on beef tostada salad over. Uh, over fish baja taco in round one, and uh, then also in round one missed uh, chicken baja taco over shrimp soft taco, or uh, yeah, which we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me I was in the top one percentile of menu madness? Is that correct? Yeah, and I was gonna say too, coming in twentieth, especially with how the bracket was pretty, was very chalky. Um, I I think. It really came down to like two or three or four picks right. um, that made the difference. I was this close to Taco Time for a year, <laughs> which I feel like it would have been a little bit strange for one of the hosts of Talking Taco Time to win Taco Time for a year, but it would have been amazing. It would have looked kind of rigged. People might have thought it was rigged. Yeah, yeah so it's probably for the best. Uh, do we want to talk? So, are there any res- of the final four results? Are there ones that we're upset about? I mean, clearly we're not surprised. We had the final four as it actually played out with Beef Chris Burrito meeting Mexi Fries in the final, which I think is appropriate. They're the two most signature Taco Time menu items to me. And then Mexi Fries of those two emerging victorious, somewhat controversially, I would say, despite the fact that it was a poll of people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it is it is technically a side item, but it is, I mean, the thing that kind of makes taco time taco time, along with, you know, the crisp burritos. Um, I was I was really 
excited that Mexi Fries and Hot Sauce made it to the Final Four. Um, I wanted to see them duke it out. It's kind of a chicken and egg thing. You can't have, for most people, you can't have Mexi Fries with Hot Sauce, but you might not be able to have Hot Sauce without Mexi Fries. Um, and there's a lot of thinking on my part that went into, when do I pick Hot Sauce to lose? Because in my mind, it was, if I can have this item without Hot Sauce, I'm picking the item. Right. But but the, the that whole path along the way for it, you know, I have to have hot sauce with chicken mini soft taco and with the uh, beef mini the beef mini, no the beef taco salad. Um but you know, I know hot sauce is a very controversial pick uh for the bracket. Um if we if we do something like this again, uh we maybe put it in its own bracket or um, do a, a condiments and, you know, salsa bracket possibly. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, technically, Taco Time Hot Sauce went up against Crustos, which I think you definitely can eat without hot sauce. I definitely can eat that without hot sauce, yeah. It's troubling if you were eating those with hot sauce. I mean, I, so I think it made sense to me because I, the argument that a lot of people raised is, look, beef crisp burrito is a meal. Mexi fries are a side, meal greater than side. The way I looked at it, though, is there's a lot of different, if you want to call it like a, a main item or an entree that you can go with, and it's going to be great. But there's no like alternative to Mexi fries, even if I'm not specifically ordering Mexi fries, because of the fact that I'm adding them to my soft taco. Every meal, every order I place at Taco Time inevitably is going to have Mexi fries in one form or another. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's Mexi fries is all encompassing. It's, it's it's within every item if you really want it to be. <laughs> it kind of it makes it a juggernaut, definitely. Okay, I think it's time to turn our attention to my statistical analysis of Venue Madness. So I, I honestly put these all in here as if they were like scores of a sporting event and use the same analysis that I do uh, to, to do NBA team ratings occasionally to okay. evaluate the items. Uh, naturally, you know, the, the results mostly conform to what we saw in the final four. Mexi fries, the highest rating. Uh, beef crisp burrito number two, uh, intriguingly beef crisp taco, uh, uh, beef crisp taco number three, uh, one of the summer finalists, and then intriguingly beef soft taco came in ahead of hot sauce. Once you accounted for the fact that hot sauce had a relatively easy path to the finals, and then uh, maybe I don't know if this how val how much validity to put on this, but going back to our earlier comment. Pinto being crisp burrito actually was the sixth highest rated of all of these uh, because of the fact that it basically uh, was tied in its matchup that it lost in the first round uh, against a, a difficult opponent. Um, let's see, what was that going up against? Against Chicken Soft Burrito. So uh, based on that, still ended up with a really high rating in, in, uh, in this overall. That's 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 really interesting. I and again, that's why I thought that I mean, Pinto Bean Chris Burrito would have no problem against uh, Chicken Soft Burrito. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, I feel like the the results of this are are a more in in some way valid like representation of what people actually like than the order numbers, because as we kind of talked about on the uh, the preview podcast, like you don't rank everything on the menu when you order it you're only looking at what you actually like the most here you're kind of getting everyone to weigh in on everything on the menu a little bit 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I still find it crazy. I mean, we haven't talked about this yet, but beef Mexi platter losing to Chris chicken taco in the first round. <laughs> Absolutely amazing <laughs> because exactly what you guys said on the preview. How do you go against the item that is three items <laughs> combined? Yeah, I mean, people just think of it as, what am I going to order? What would I order? And I just don't think enough people order the beef mexi platter or really know what it is to uh, give it the love that it deserves. Yeah, I, I was a little bit scared of beef mexi platter coming in and kind of uh, Cinderella-ing this, con- this bracket on kind of a technicality that like, well, why would I vote for anything else if I can have this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did, literally inclu- it did literally include two of the final four, I- or three <laughs> yeah, of the final right. four items, I guess. Yeah, potentially all four. You can put hot sauce on it. So yeah, in a, in a way, uh, the Mexi platter encompasses the entire final four. <laughs> so that lost in the first round, crisp chicken taco? Yep. Yeah. I So I, I, was, I finally found which ones I missed, which is actually more than I thought. Like... I, I was imagining it would be like I missed a, like one or two, but there, there's some misses in there. That's one of the ones that I missed where it's like I thought people would look at the pictures and be like, okay, this has all the things. Yeah. Why wouldn't I just vote for that? But maybe just seeing – because it's words instead of pictures in the vote, right? And people might honestly probably just don't order the Mexi platter as much and don't know what's in it. Right. They're like, a no, Mexi platter, what's that? I don't want that. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, definitely. You had the Mexi platter after the uh, bracket was unveiled, right? I did. I would probably still go with the items individually. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm not, I've had my first ever uh, crisp taco, which it was good, but I just don't really like crisp tacos. Um, So I'd rather probably just get like a soft taco and Mexi fries and a crisp burrito. I, I don't know if we've ever thrown this out here on the podcast, but a a Taco Time double decker taco, the Chris <laughs> Taco beans soft taco shell, that would be that would be great. I would really I'm, love to I'm, try that. I'm taking notes. Okay, good. I'm taking <laughs> notes. All right, do you have a menu handy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the next layer of statistical analysis I did. Oh God, there's more. Oh yeah. Oh, there's more. <laughs> is I put together a regression of the various different types of items. So anything that there was at least two of on the, uh, in the bracket, including so the various types of proteins and then also the styles of items. And I would say the results come out pretty much as you'd expect. The most popular protein is beef. Chicken is 14 points back in terms of the, uh, the, the percent of the vote that these items got on average. Uh, once you account for the other stuff, uh, pinto bean was 27 points back and then shrimp and fish ended up, as we talked about earlier, bringing up the rear somewhat surprisingly. Not, not, uh, too surprising, obviously with how bad, uh, shrimp did. Um, it's, uh, it, it was a, there's a, there's a few battles in there, especially in that first round veggie soft taco versus fish soft taco. You have the pescatarians against the vegetarians, <laughs> uh, going up at it and the pescatarians came out in front. I, I love I love the analysis you did. That's great. I I wish I wish I would have done something like it. But that's 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 really interesting. Uh, then, as far as the types of items, naturally the crisp burrito most popular. A wide gulf of about eighteen points between the crisp burrito and the crisp taco in number two. The Baja taco came in number three. That was a pretty small sample and was mostly 
because of the fact I don't think the chicken Baja taco did very well relative to the other chicken items, but it's mostly because of the fact that the shrimp Baja taco in, in its one matchup did so much better than the shrimp soft taco is uh, why that that analysis was what it was. Uh, and then soft taco, classic burrito, soft burrito, natural soft taco, mini soft taco, and then way at the bottom, taco salad, tostada salad. Uh-huh. And I'm guessing even farther below that is the Fit Hit Bowl as well. <laughs> Since it only had one, I couldn't analyze it. But yeah, it's, compared to the other chicken uh, items on the menu, definitely not as popular. Well, I feel like uniqueness was the name here, right? Like items that were kind of separate. Like there are a lot of chicken burritos in the bracket and ta- chicken tacos. And like there weren't a lot of crustos. There weren't a lot of hot sauces. You know, crisp mm-hmm. burritos, I think, as being a unique item, Mexi fries being a unique item. Those were the ones that really kind of stood out from the pack here. Definitely. And yeah, and, and that's uh, what makes, you know, taco time, taco time. So um, every you can go anywhere and get a bowl. You can get a, a burrito or you can get a taco. But um, that that kind of three of that final four was kind of things that are unique to taco time. Yeah, and associated with it specifically. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other thoughts on the Mini Madness? Do you have any more statistical analysis, Kevin? I have sadly covered all of okay. my statistical uh, analysis. Thomas, I feel like we'd be remiss while we had you here if we didn't cover our norm- normal talk and taco time list of questions. Uh, and first and foremost, can you give us your taco time credentials? <laughs> my taco time credentials, I've been a marketing assistant for Taco Time Northwest for a year and uh, four months now. Um I am originally from Northern California and I came up here for school. So I never had taco time growing up. Growing up in California, there's a lot of good Mexican food around. So um, I remember the first time I went to taco time uh, and I was in college moving out of the dorms and my mom was with me. And uh, I think I had to go to the Comcast store in Fredrickson to get um, all the stuff for cable and internet for my house I was moving into. And, uh, right there in the same shopping center is Fredrickson taco time. And we went through the drive through and I got, uh, the chicken habanero burrito combo. And that was my first experience with taco time. Um, which is wild to think about. Cause at, at the time I kind of didn't really know there's, Oh, there's taco time. Sure. Let's go. Let's go there. We're currently looking up what Fredrickson is. <laughs> it's it Pialt Fredrickson, sorry. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. out there in the middle of nowhere. And you you bit. managed to, to name a city that two two people from who born and raised in Seattle have never heard of. And have spent a fair <laughs> amount of time in Pialt, but not, not in Fredrickson proper. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, uh, when you know our location in Port Angeles, um, like Moses Lake, um, my first six months here, I had no idea where those places were in Washington. Um, <laughs> yeah, Port Angeles, sure. It's somewhere by the water, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. I saw it on a map and I'm like, really? That's interesting. You're learning Western Washington geography at the job, That's which is better than Pelton Hess geography, I think. Uh, honestly, I did learn a lot of geography uh, because of where our locations are. <laughs> All right. What's your go-to order? We sort of got into this a little bit in the process here. Yeah, I have, I have a couple. Um you know, a lot of time it's going to be a fit bowl and, uh, I get extra rice and extra chicken on it, um, and just douse it in hot sauce. Um, right now with the shrimp items in, I usually get a couple crisp chicken taco lights and a shrimp Baja. Um, and then when sweet potato Mexi fries around, I kind of throw that into the mix. So it's very, um, you know, 
variable what I get. It's kind of based on the time of year. Um, but I took it upon myself when I got hired at Taco Time, um, especially being right there in Renton with three locations around us. Um, I tried everything on the menu within about the first four or five months I was there. Um, just cause I, I felt as, you know, an employee of talk of time and a marketing system, I had to know, I had to know the product Yep. <laughs> and that was a great four or five months. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, how, how often do you feel like you're eating taco time now? Uh, now I would say, I would say at the very least once a week, um, obviously during the f- first four or five months, um, I had one week where I had taco time every day for lunch. Um, one of the best weeks of my life. Uh, I, I, I can never get sick of taco time just because there's so many different things you can get. And um, I'm used to growing up in California, having Mexican food all the time. So the idea of having, um, you know, taco time two or three days in a row is, is not that, uh, not that weird to me, but. It sounds great to me too. Yeah, definitely not. It hasn't been that long necessarily, but do you have any former Taco Time favorites? Um, not really. I can I can kind of eat anything. Um, there's nothing that I really kind of shy away from, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever been to the other Taco Time then? I I haven't, and uh, I've. I was down in Oregon visiting family one time and we drove right by one and I kind of gave it this look of like, Oh, I looked at my friends. I go, man, that's the other taco time. <laughs> um, and you know, I've, I've looked at their menu and, and I kind of see what they do. And, um, you know, that's, you know, we, we, we came from there and, um, you know, they're, um, connected to us for forever, but, uh, I've, I've never had, uh, the idea of, of eating the other time, I'm a little bit nervous that it might, it, it would never ruin Taco Time Northwest for me. Um, it would probably actually only make me uh, appreciate it yes. more, to be honest. All right, you mentioned the three locations in the Renton area. What, what's your favorite Taco Time location? Oh, that's tough. I think, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go kind of a little bit out there because um, I I live in Tacoma so I commute to Renton um, and a lot of the time early on like especially that four or five months when I was trying to eat everything I would stop at five taco time on my way home right there on I five and um, I got to know the people that worked there and they said oh you know oh you work at the office yeah so I know a lot of the people there I know the the general manager and the assistant manager there um, and they're super nice and I always love going by there so I think I think that's my my favorite location just because it um, it was a special place when I was first started working there and I, I know a lot of the people there and they're all they're all really cool. Have you been affected? So the, I'm assuming the closest location to the office is probably the Fairwood location. Have you been affected since that's been closed for renovations? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I try to um, when either I get lunch at Taco Time or um, a couple of people in the office are getting lunch at Taco Time. Um, a lot of time I, I go and get it, and uh, I try to split it up between Fairwood and Highlands. Um, but with it being closed, I've, I've had to rely heavily on the Highlands. And um, when I go in and pick up our food, um, they they kind of go, you know, oh, again, huh? You know, getting lunch again. I go, yeah. I go, you know, when Fairwood opens back up, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know split it up again. Um, 
but it's tough because it, Fairwood is definitely an easier drive from the office. Yes. There, there's always less traffic there. It's a little bit easier to get into. Um, Highlands is, is always um, busy, it seems. Well, we are all excited for the completion of the renovation. I mean, I haven't had taco time in like two weeks or and more. Yeah, and and uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I really like the Fairwood location, and it, it's tough to have it closed. And um, we've gotten a lot of feedback. People um, want to see it come back, and um, once it's done, um, it's going to look really nice. And uh, I think uh, people will be excited; they'll be back. Nice. There, there was a post. There's like a a, a Facebook group, like neighbors in Fairwood or whatever. And there was, there was like a post about the taco time closing and people knew way too much about it. It was like, th- there were people commenting on it that were talking about like what, what they'd done, like what you'd done with the employees about like offering them uh, temporary jobs at other locations and stuff like right. that. I was like, this is like, it's like a focal point of the neighborhood or something. It's like a mom and pop store went away. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you post about talking taco time in the comments? Just drop talking taco time yeah. in there. I don't post. I do not post in that group. Oh. I, I strictly lurk in the uh, Facebook na- neighbors of Fairwood Greens or whatever. This is the one case I would have encouraged you to break that rule. <laughs> um, Thomas, how many listeners of Talk and Taco Time are there in the office? I, I knew I was going to ask that question. Um, there's there's definitely a few. Um, Obviously, you guys know that Robbie listens. Um, my <laughs> got boss, the boss. My, my boss Gretchen listens, who you've met her. And uh, I know uh, Brandon, who uh, works upstairs in um, uh, kind of a restaurant tech and a little bit of marketing. He's also a very big fan. And um, he, Brandon was the one that kind of spearheaded saying, hey, let's, you know, let's get Robbie on the show. And, you know, what, what do you think about that? Um, so and and I know there's a couple other people um, that that always um, give it a listen um, when it comes out. Uh, we we had somebody who was interviewing for a job and name dropped Doc and Taco Time, and I think whoever they were interviewing with was pretty puzzled by the situation. <laughs> That's about the appropriate response. <laughs> That's great. We, we definitely want it to be like, it's like a secret code when you're interviewing. <laughs> you name, name drop talk and taco time and people are like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, the podcast you guys do. Uh, talk and talk time, that is. Oh! Uh, yeah. That's yeah. how you know, a real talk and talk, uh, taco time head. Yeah. Well, Thomas, we couldn't think of anyone better to uh, help us recap the menu madness bracket. And uh, thank you so much for your role in helping put it together. And, uh, uh, ever all the great marketing that Taco Time Northwest is doing. Thank you, and huge honor to be on the show. Um, like I said, been a friend of the pod for a while now. Been listening to it since day one, so um, it's been great. I love talking about um, stuff like this, the fun stuff that we do. Um, you know, something as silly as a bracket challenge with food items. Um, the amount of passion that people have for it is really awesome to see. Um, and and to be able to talk about it uh, is awesome. And like like it's a very serious thing. Like it's like this is the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Frankly, this is more statistical analysis than I put in for the NCAA tournament so far. Yeah. So, <laughs> but much more serious than that. Uh, thanks for talking taco time with us.